Bernie, thanks for engaging in this conversation, and I'm going to extend it just a little bit further. Uh, yeah, the, the need to the backstage pass type thing, the front of the house, the back of the house, um, the social aspect, uh, making the connection. It's all crucially important. And this has started me thinking around how this has been a decade, this has been a process, a development. It's been in the making. Well, at least a decade, and probably longer. And what I'm speaking to is how the iPhone, the modern smartphone, has changed the world. And so I'm going to be doing a deep dive into what I think, how our behaviors have changed, how mobility is a platform, what, what, what is mobility... Mobility is a platform. What the shifts are that, what the actual shifts that, that have taken place, and what can we do now? What are there some action? What are some next steps? And because fundamentally, I think this is a process I've, I've needed to think through because the, over the last decade, there's been a very consistent march uh, toward uh, of significant shifts that have are going to appear to be really obvious at some point in the future, but maybe are just slightly hidden behind the veil uh, today. That, as I look at it now, I have to change the way I'm working and how I'm communicating, and that's what I'm hoping <clears throat> to do. I'm going to do a and create a series of episodes. Unfortunately, the challenge is if I'm going to produce this content because of the way episodes currently works on Anchor, if I'm going to do it here on Anchor, is I have to do it within one day because you can't merge and put episodes from the archive, in uh, segments from the archive into an episode. It's all about preserving the day's content. So I have to decide whether I'm going to produce this through short form, bite-sized series of bite-sized pieces on Anchor. And it might lend itself to it because there's a number of, there's really a number of significant shifts in, uh, and um, issues that we need to talk about if, if I'm going to do a complete a complete job on this. And part of this is I'm doing this for myself because I need to change my my mindset and get and I think that there's some shifts that have been talked about but really haven't been revealed in their entirety so I'm hoping to bring that context forward so I guess we'll see what happens so what's about to follow is a series of segments as a bit of an experiment in utilizing episodes but and an experiment in short-form content based upon some insights that I'm having about how I think the world has changed in the last decade with the advent of the iPhone and the modern smartphone. Because smartphones sort of existed before, you know, before the iPhone. But the iPhone really took it to a whole new level. Anyways, because of that, there are a number of specific issues 
that we need to look at from a business perspective in terms of how our behaviors have, and our customers' behaviors have changed. Why mobility? What are the aspects of mobility as a platform? What are the shifts that have taken place? And what are, the, what are some next steps that we can do? So what follows, I'm going to see how much of this I can pump out today because I want to preserve it as an, as an episode. So it's going to be a bit of an experiment, might be a little herky-jerky, but we're going to give it a shot. If you have any questions and you'd like to call in, and you'd like to add to the conversation, please call in because then I can add your call-in to to the show, to the episode. Uh, And that might be really valuable to you and to the overall conversation. What I'm going to try to do is space out this content uh, that I'm creating, space this out over the course of the day and put together uh, and maybe have them be an hour apart to allow people to call in and I know it's not going to be perfect uh, that I put out a piece of uh, a segment and people might call in and I'll put another segment and people might call in I'm looking to see how we can serialize this because right now we can't organize our segments within the episodes so just something to uh, think about if you're interested in this topic and how um, the I what I'm calling the iPhone effect because the iPhone effect is significant because there's, in the last decade, Apple has produced a billion handsets, a billion devices. So when you put a billion miniature computers, powerful computers, in the pockets of the people, it's going to have a significant effect. That's what this series is all about. It's examining that and seeing how we could, can, should adjust our behavior from a business perspective and perhaps from a personal development perspective too. Hope you enjoy it. Let me know. Call in. So I'm not sure how long it's going to take me to get through all the points I want to make about the iPhone effect. I've probably got about 40 different points here on this mind map that I sketched out and what I want to talk about right now in part two is the pocket power the power of the pocket that this device this powerful uh, music entertainment telephone internet communicator (laughs) like Steve Jobs said internet communicator and creative platform it truly provides the power we have in in our pocket with these iPhones these you know thousand dollar devices rivals the eight and nine thousand ten thousand dollar investment I made not quite ten years ago in a Mac Pro in the old gigantic cheese grater, that big gigantic machine with two 40-inch monitors. This particular, the iPhone and the ability to render audio and video is unparalleled compared to that machine. Now, that machine does certain things, but the ability that this, that 
you know, on the camera. You know, this is a photography device. You know, so really, the the primary iPhone effect is the intimacy. The inti- this is an intimate device. It's all, my device is my device. It's all about me. Your device is all about you. You get to customize it, whatever way you want, with the applications you choose to purchase and install how you use those apps, the pictures you take with this magnificent camera, and I have the iPhone 7 Plus currently, you know, this is fantastic. You know, the ability to listen to me, you know, have access to, I think, I don't know, four million or four, I can't remember how many millions of songs are available on Apple Music. It's just spectacular. So is it any wonder that we have this very intimate um, relationship with the device because quite seriously it's an integral part of my life now it's an integral part of our lives after a billion devices after one billion devices it, there's something to it there's something that really resonates with us as a populace about what we can do with our iPhones and fundamentally, it gives us the ability, obviously, to connect with people. It, it opens doors that we might not have, have thought of before. But that's, and, I mean, there's just so many things. But I think I'll leave it at this for part two. Now, I can't talk about the iPhone effect without talking about how it's changed business. So... Before the iPhone, before a handheld device, we had computers with software applications, and the you know the software that we would purchase be hundreds of dollars. Shareware on the Mac was fairly popular, and shareware you could spend ten dollars, twenty, thirty, fifty, hundred dollars, which was a deal in terms of software. Uh, in terms of getting software that's going to help you get something done. But the business of the iPhone, the iPhone effect, how it changed business, was, in my opinion, a real tectonic plate shift of development. Because very shortly after the iPhone was launched, they developed software for developing apps for the iPhone, which I thought was also a very prescient and extremely innovative approach. And I really truly believe that's what really made Apple, really accelerated them. I believe the App Store was launched six months after the original iPhone was launched in 2007. Now, in retrospect, it's also obvious that Google had a phone in the works because the Android, there was an Android phone that came out in 2008, I believe. And it, it was a, had a physical keyboard. I forget the name of it. But it was, here we have these big companies investing in research and development to develop phones, different phones. And of course, the, the initial Android phone 
uh, and the initial iPhone, 2007, 2008, that circa, that era, is nothing at all what we have today. So what we have today is no longer uh, phones with some clunky operating system. or We have very advanced computers with great deal of processing power and sophisticated applications that have been developed to allow people to do a lot of different things. And so what's happened is that the mobile platform of the smartphone, it's become a platform because it's now become a productivity tool. And as I said in the previous segment, it's a tool for taking your pictures. I don't even carry a camera anymore. The quality of photos I can get from my iPhone doesn't necessitate, you know, it's not necessary for me to carry my $2,000 Pentax K5 digital SLR. It's a beautiful camera. I think 14 or 16 megapixel images. Fantastic images, no question about it. But the best phone is the phone you have with you. So, the other thing that these, so the other thing that the mobile platform has done is it's removed the geographic tethers. So we would have to be at home or in our office to use our computer to be able to do a lot of the things we now take for granted. Because So the other thing that happened to business was the expansion and explosion of the wireless spectrum. So AT&T &T was originally the exclusive um, supplier of iPhones and access to the, the spectrum in the early days it was difficult to with 2G internet connectivity it was pretty slow it was like modems modem days but you know what all that changed because there was a surge of research and development and consumers bought into it big time the first year Apple did 1.6 million phones or something like that they since built a billion devices between the i. I'm not sure if it's a billion phones or a billion phones and uh, iPads. That's a very significant mainstream device that we are now using to shape our lives, manage our lives, and communicate and connect with other people. Hey, folks! You know, for number four, I think the single greatest effect that the iPhone has had is I would call around business and creative workflow. So very early from the first iPhone that I had, I had the iPhone one, I had the iPhone in 2007, the first one. And here's the interesting thing about it is I did something very similar to there was an app called iThoughts. It doesn't exist anymore, but what it was, it was an iPhone app where you could record an MP3, upload it, and it would notify a person on the other end that you intended it for it, put it in a folder, and they could use the app on their iPhone and listen to it. And I actually coached a guy in the UK using that app back in 2007. Now that was pretty, I think that was pretty innovative overall. You know, when when you look at the uh, for that time and an app like that apps like that now exist of course whatsapp uh, iMessage and stuff like that we could do that same kind of thing 
haven't done coaching that way, but that particular one seemed to work. But in terms of workflow, I've spent a lot of time on my Mac, spent hundreds, thousands of hours in front of the computer writing, and I don't prefer to do that anymore. These days, my workflow is an iPhone 7 Plus and an iPad Pro. That's my entire workflow. Very rarely, maybe once a week, at least to do my podcast for Zcast, I'll go onto the computer just for the audio quality. But beyond that, I am not using a Mac computer anymore. My entire workflow is on the iPhone and the iPad Pro. Now what I do is I use them in different ways throughout the workflow, but in terms of create the creative workflow that you can do now, the sophistication of the apps with the affinity for touching photos and stuff like that on the iPad Pro and iOS 11 is just spectacular. And then in terms of uh, apps like just press record, uh, being able to record audio and get totally transcribed without being interrupted by Siri uh, stopping after 15 seconds, stopping the, the dictation. It's just spectacular. There's just such a significance in the workflow. There's so many apps and tools. And the direction that it, this world is going is that workers are no longer going to be having sitting at desks with computers, but they'll be on their feet with their phones and their iPads because of the enterprise-style apps that are being developed, that's a very, very significant change. And so I think we'll only continue to see more of that sort of and style and depth of change. Hi, Greg. Yes, the iPhone has changed us, cell phones in general. I just, not even very long ago, my son was like four or five when I got my first iPhone and Man, he's just going on 20. And, I, and I'm and i still trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm on this um, anchor, and all I'm doing is pressing buttons, like just hitting my screen, making sure, like hopefully it was it's working, and somebody can hear me, or I can hear somebody, or I'm not going to put something on somebody else's thing that I'm not supposed to do, or I don't know. Um, thanks for the welcome. Um, I look forward to coming and... And uh, yeah, just join in the community whenever I want to and when everybody else wants to show up for me as well. Okay, hope you have an amazing day. Lana, thanks for the call in. Yes, the iPhone. You know, it's interesting. Computers have been very good to me. I got my first computer in, I think it was 1985. (laughs) An old farty. (laughs) 1985, an IBM XT monochrome monitor, dual floppy drives, didn't even have a hard drive. But it was really quite transformational. And then in 2007, I watched a keynote where Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone, and I went, holy crap, this is just changing everything. And it has held up to that and so much more. Because... I I think the reason the iPhone has been so successful and smartphones in general and the smartphone applications have been so successful because they fill a void. The creative expression, the need our society has for creative expression, to be able to express oneself, whether it's on Anchor, whether it's with a drawing app, whether it's being able to 
you know, I write a lot of my a lot of my books and and stuff I put online on my iPhone or my iPad Pro. And so these devices have been very very good to me in figuring out how to, fi to figuring out what they can do and where it fits into my life and my workflow and and my businesses has been absolutely transformational. It's, you know, my life would be very different without uh, computers and without smartphone technology. It really is transformational. And I guess the thing I would say, Lana, to you and to anybody else that's listening is that you can't short shrift the learning curve. When it comes to technology, when it comes to growing your business, when it comes to, you know, hacking your life or trying to improve your life, there's no short shrift for the learning curve. I've, I've and I have my father to thank for that. Because my father told me at 19, a few months before he was about to, we didn't know he was going to pass away, but a few months before he passed away, said it's going to be very important in this world that you learn how to learn. And I never forgot that. And these tools we have give us the opportunity to learn how we learn and then actually do something with it. And then actually ex use it to express ourselves and get our messages out. So it's a phenomenal opportunity we have before us today.